Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're talking about all things life, confidence, relationships, what gets you up in the morning, what doesn't get you up in the morning. That's what we talk about in this podcast. I'm super glad you're here. If you're the first time tuning in, subscribe to my channel, hit the like button, spread the love, and uh, looking forward to getting into another amazing episode with you guys today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm actually really excited for this episode today because, well, we're talking about how you can become a better dater. So it doesn't matter whether you have a little bit of social anxiety around dating or if you are a seasoned dater, some of these tips are going to be really useful for you regardless because it doesn't matter if we've done this a lot or not a lot, sometimes just being reminded of a couple of the basics is really, really helpful, especially when we're dating during a strange, old, weird, old pandemic. (laughs) So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six different tips that I want to talk about on today's podcast on what you can do basically starting from today to uh, be a better dater, have better dating experiences, enjoy the dates that you're going on more. So uh, without further ado, the very first tip on how to be a better dater is prepare yourself for engaging conversation, right? I know a lot of us get on dates or even just meeting strangers in social settings is like, what do we talk about, right? We get really bored very quickly talking about where someone's from, what the weather is like, um, and just those kind of mundane conversations. So There's nothing wrong with reviewing ahead of time or thinking about some of the questions you might want to ask the woman or the man that you're going on a date with, right? Having engaging conversation is going to make the date a heck of a lot nicer to be on. And there's nothing wrong with thinking ahead of time of some of the things that you might want to ask that person. So obviously some rules to keep in mind here are to be Uh, showing a lot of interest in the other person, to be really curious about their world, their life, what's going on for them, their beliefs, what their passions are. Um, And asking those kinds of questions is going to get you into a lot more deeper, a lot more intimate conversation than talking about surface level things. Of course, we got to talk about those things as well when we're first getting to know somebody. Um, But having a couple, you know, open-ended questions in your back pocket, especially if you're someone that's a little bit anxious going into a dating scenario is going to be really helpful for you. And right, this is not about like, you know, learning pickup lines. This is genuinely about just having some open-ended, really thoughtful questions planned out ahead of time. So being really curious about the person you're dating is huge. Preparing yourself for these types of conversations are going to bode you really well. Um, And of course, it's not just about getting to know the other person. You still want to also be sharing things about yourself too. I know that there's a lot of people that go on dates and they come back and they complain and they say, wow, that person only talked about themselves, right? And so obviously when you're going on a really nice, happy, mutual date, Uh, there's going to be a little bit of give and take between the two of you. So that's tip number one is prepare yourself for having an engaging conversation. And if you need to do a little bit of prep work ahead of time, there is nothing wrong with that. Um, The second is be aware of your body language. So if you are someone who 
Uh, whether you're an anxious dater or you're not an anxious dater, being mindful of how you're, uh, you're standing, is your posture upright, or if you're sitting down, maybe sharing a drink, or you're, you're actually going on a, a di dinner date, notice whether or not your posture is really closed off or whether you're quite comfortable and your shoulders are back and you have a really open posture. If you are coming across to the other person as a really closed off individual, your legs are crossed, you're crossing your hands across your uh, upper body, you know, your hands are, or maybe even covering your face, or you're one of those talkers that, you know, you puts their hand in front of their mouth. Um, be really mindful of this because the way this is going to be perceived by the other person is that you're quite insecure in your body or maybe even come off as you being really disinterested. So being just aware of your confident body language and your posture um, is also going to speak so much. It's going to speak volumes for just how you are coming across in that dating experience. So the third the third tip really um, is like a segue after this because one of the ways that we can really build rapport uh, with individuals that we're on a date with or just anybody in general is by a technique called mirroring. And this is something we learn in neuro-linguistic programming. It's something as a coach I'm very conscious and aware of. Uh, and that is very much to mirror the body language and things like the tonality of the person that you're on a date with. Now, the caveat here is that I am not going out there advising you to be like a parrot and just repeat things back that they are saying or to literally mimic every single body posture or movement they make. You're gonna look like a serious weirdo, so you didn't hear it here. But what I'm really advising you to do is to uh, notice the body language of the other person and to copy that very subtly. So if you guys are sitting across from one another uh, and you're at dinner and she just for some reason happens to have her elbows on the table and she's leaning her face into her hands, um, you can very subtly change your posture so that you're, you too are also kind of leaning on, uh, you know, using your elbows and, and putting your hands up there to kind of lean your head on your hands as well, right? That's just one example. If the individual that you're talking to is like really enthusiastic and they have a lot of high energy, um, you can match that in your tonality as well. Because if they are really enthused and they're talking about something really passionate and then you are actually like very mundane and you're kind of like, wow, that's super interesting, right? I'm giving you an extreme example here, uh, but there is going to be like a mismatch in your connection as a result of that. So mirroring the other person in tonality and body language, um, in their movements, doing it very subtly, not every single movement, but every now and then to kind of match them is really going to help you build a really strong level of rapport. And even it's even going to build trust between the two of you. Obviously, trust is really foundational, really fundamental when we're getting to know somebody. So those are the first three. Okay, so tip number four is letting your genuine real personality shine through. I know that a lot of us, we feel we have to fit into a certain mold. We feel we have to like be super um, extraordinarily polite when we're out on dates. Um, and then there's also this fear that like if, the, if you really show who you truly are, 
um, they're going to run for the hills, right? So really believe that you are worthy of a good dating experience and a good quality partner and let your genuine personality shine through. If you're someone who's kind of dorky like I am, there's nothing wrong with like sharing that you're kind of a nerd, you're super into books, you really like this, that. Like just be your genuine self because the more you try to just fit into the mold of what you think that other person wants from you, the more you're going to mess up because how on earth do you know what somebody else wants from you when you're just getting to know them. So genuinely let your real personality shine through. If you're a jokester, be funny and jokey. You know, if you're someone that's kind of nerdy or quirky, like let your genuineness shine through because a real, real compatible partner for you um, is really going to love those things about you, love those quirks and loves your real, uh, is going to love your real personality. So The fifth tip is, and I talk about this one, I've been talking about this a lot recently, which is show your interest, right? If you have a really good date with a woman and you really genuinely enjoyed it and you want to see her again, then show and share with her that you'd like to have a second date. Nothing is wrong with that. You can say, I really thoroughly enjoyed this evening. I'm like, I find you super sexy and super attractive. You've got such a wonderful personality. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. What are you doing next Thursday, next Wednesday, next Friday? Uh, And lock something in, right? If she does not want to have that second date with you, that's fine. Move on. Cut your losses. You know, you, you spent one evening together or one date together, and it's better to know that now, right? So if she's super shy or doesn't want to commit to that, or she's like, oh yeah, I'll get back to you, uh, just move on, right? It's not a rejection of who you are deep at your core. It's just that you might not be what she's looking for, and that's okay. We have to go on dates with people to figure that out. But my tip for you is to show your intention that you desire that person and show your intention to go out on a second date. Nothing wrong with actually locking that in uh, at the end of the first one. And the last tip is to totally remember that whether you're an anxious dater or you're a seasoned dater, most everybody is going to feel and experience some level of anxiety meeting somebody new, especially someone that we find attractive and especially someone that we're thinking about sleeping with. So remember that having a little a bit of anxiety is totally normal and that you're not alone in that. The other person that you're on a date with is also going to be experiencing a level of nervousness as well, despite maybe their very thick or confident exterior, right? We all have those kind of nervous jitters when we're meeting someone, especially if we find them really attractive. And there's honestly nothing wrong with admitting that, oh, like I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I find you really attractive. Like there's honestly nothing wrong with that. My partner, when we went on our very first date, he said that he was a little bit nervous and that he found me really attractive. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. (laughs) So honestly, it works in your favor if you are genuine about who you are. So to repeat the, the tips I have for you today are Prepare yourself for engaging conversation. If you're a little bit of an anxious dater uh, and you're not really sure how to like carry a, a really solid conversation, especially on a first date, then there's nothing wrong with thinking ahead of time about some of the nice open-ended questions you'd like to ask the person. 
be really curious about them and their lives, and also take the opportunity to share about yourself too. The second is be really aware of your own body language. The third is to copy and or mirror the person you're on a date with. Do it very subtly, but this is going to build rapport. Uh, the fourth is let your genuine personality shine, even on the first date. Don't dial yourself or dumb yourself down for anybody. Just be who you truly are because you are obviously out there hoping that someone loves you for who you are. So don't dim yourself for anybody. The fifth is show your intention and your desire towards the person if you do intend on wanting to see them again and you do actually desire them. There's nothing wrong with locking in date number two at the end of date number one. Um, it's really important to show your interest here because particularly with men and women, if men don't really show their desire for the woman that they're on a date with, uh, the woman that you're on a date with can perceive that as you're not that interested, even if you really are. So if she's not getting that like, oh, he's into me kind of vibe, she might just friend zone you. <laughs> so you don't want that to happen. And the last tip is remember that you're not the only anxious one. There's nothing wrong with sharing that you're a little bit anxious. There's nothing wrong with saying you're a little bit nervous. Just genuinely be yourself, be true to you, and you're going to have and enjoy a lot better dating experiences. So if you've listened to the end of today's podcast, I hope there was some insight, little nuggets, or some value in here for you today. Um, and as a bonus for you guys for sticking to the end, uh, in the link to this podcast here, I've got a free guide for you guys on how to attract the love and relationship you crave. It's a free guide that I created that asks you five really fundamental questions that you should ask yourself, especially if you're not having the best of luck with dating or relationships. So, um, it's going to help you understand maybe some of the slight modifications that can be made in order to give yourself a better chance of attracting the genuine relationship that you're looking for. So it's been such a pleasure putting together today's podcast for you guys. It's always so much fun creating these for you. Keep the requests coming. Uh, and I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. Ciao.